Uh, so Garrett, I have a proposal. Okay. Shoot. I think that our podcast needs to be rebranded because it's not very exciting. Um, okay. Okay, I'll go ahead and continue. I'll listen. Okay, all right, okay. So I think that we should name it something really exciting like we saw in the show. So I think we should go with something like, um, Finding Digital, the exciting 60-minute ultimate tour. Um, okay. Um, how about I consider that, and while I'm considering it, we record this episode. Okay, I can live with that. Okay, cool. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I'm Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week has issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the episode. Um, you can find <laughs> us on the internet at. Wait, wait. I think we should explain what the issues are. Um, stereotypes are the issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So again, um... you can find us on the internet at. <laughs> I get the feeling you don't want to talk about this. Um, they're both not great. Yeah. Um, and and the, 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 like, I understand O2 in a way. It was 2001. Right. People were as awful as they are now, but less woke in 2001. But sure. 2017, y'all. Let's not do this. Um, I think it was 20... Oh, it was 2017. Okay, you're right. I'm going to do the snaps, but I don't know if you can hear it that well. I I heard them. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like in the recording. Okay. Um, all right, let's just let's get this over with. <laughs> um, so, O2... Oh, this is episode 40. I don't know if I said 40 or not. That's a big number. You did not. Um, well, I did now. Okay, so O2 is um, Digimon World Tour Part 1, or in Japanese, New York and Hong Kong, the Battle Royale. <laughs> or in spoken in Japanese. Um, do you want to recap this episode, or should I? I can do, do wanna- this one. Okay. I, You're like, I don't want to touch Atmon. I do not want to talk about Atmon. <laughs> and once you get me started, it's not going to stop, just so you know. Um, okay, so in this episode, um, the writers introduce racism, um, and they have the kids go all around the country to meet every racist stereotype they could think of uh, and talk a country down from war and save the world through racism um yeah yep yep <laughs> good good job yeah this episode starts out with uh people on astronauts on what i'm assuming is supposed to be the international space station seeing a quote shooting star like an unidentified object or whatever and in- instead it's the kids inside of imperial dramon yeah imperial dramon can fly in space yeah which i feel like they should just take the kids and go far away and just right also, they were destroying towers from space, so why did they have to, like, do anything? I have a lot of questions about that. For example, uh, why... So the so they they are go around shooting all the towers, and then... Which didn't last very long, so that was kind of impressive, I guess. And then they drop uh, people off in different places where there are Digimon 
which thank God there's only like less than a dozen places. And apparently most of them are in New York, I guess, but they, um, they drop all the kids in one place in America and then they fly to somewhere else, which is like, Oh good. You picked that, picked up on that too. I had questions about that too. I was like, he just went all over the world super fast. Why are you dropping them in one place in America? You're like, nah, America's too big. I'm just going to let you fly there, which I don't know where they were and how long it took them to fly there. But flying takes hours. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I have other issues with this, too. Um, why did they break up the Jogress pairs? Like, why d- did they not think they don't need them? Like, th- that's not good. Well, I think they broke up the Jogress pairs because they needed people who were able to open the gates, which only the D3s can do. So they needed one D3 per pair at least. Boy, I, you you nailed it, and I didn't think of that, and I feel like a dummy now. Oh, sorry. Well, I learned you. You're done now. Okay. Uh, also, um, the people, the person they sent to meet Michael, the kid from America, is Davis, who's, like, only met him once. I don't know. I guess he was supposed to pair up with Mimi. All right, so are you going to pair Davis up with the person he at least has met or someone he doesn't know? Yeah, I know. Why didn't he fly to Mimi and then Michael gets there when he can get there? Because they don't even need him, beyond which. I mean, they didn't need anybody, apparently. Things just kind of resolve themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, I think the whole reason that they put them on the plane was so that Davis could meet Michael's dad, who is apparently like a Hollywood movie star who actually knows how to fly a plane. Yeah, that's fine. That's dumb. I'm, I'm on board. And is like a dumb cowboy, I guess. I, That's fine. Although it takes a lot of intelligence and skill to, um, well, not as much anymore, but like a, a, a small private plane doesn't have the same systems that a, a commercial airliner does in terms of safety and autopilot and whatever. So you actually have to know what you're doing. You have to have been, trained well enough that you can fly instruments only, etc. And it so it takes a lot of intelligence. That's one of the reasons that when you take the ASVAB, the test to get into the military, it's only the people with the very highest ASVABs that get into the Air Force because they're nerds. And also it takes a lot of intelligence and ability to fly an airplane. So why they're treating this guy like he's some dumbass who's like yeehaw and whatever is have feelings. I don't I don't think that man it, it's been a day since I've watched it so I don't know what happened within this day but <laughs> um I I don't think it was that bad there's like he's he's the american guy and he speaks only in english which is fine he's american that is totally representative not representative is every child in new york knowing how to speak japanese yeah that's okay yeah i, I mean like I, I don't know like on the ranking of things I didn't think American guy was that bad. No, he wasn't, but it just mildly annoyed me because I don't like it when pilots are portrayed as being stupid. It's a minor thing I have. I didn't even think they played him as dumb. He was just like, Davis was starstruck because he knew who he was from the movie thing. Well, but then later, they're sitting on a park bench for some dumb reason, and then he's like shoving his face full of... um Onigiri, like, oh, what is this? Oh, let me eat. And oh, that's the cover art for this episode, like, hands down. I already <laughs> took the screenshot for it. Like, I saw it, and I'm like, this is it. Also, now they are talking to the Digimon and saying, hey, you're just lost. Chill the fuck out. Or they try to. Yeah, they they try. So they could have been doing that all along. I also wrote, that's so unrealistic, and I don't know what I was referring to, because it could be so many things. I don't know. And then, yeah, so they get to... Most of this episode focuses on... At least the first part focuses on Davis and uh, Michael going to meet Mimi, who's in New York. And then them sitting on a fucking park bench 
chilling out. I mean, they got a plan decide. or whatever. Uh, why didn't they? I don't know. It's, it's not like they were on the airplane for like an hour getting from Mimi what I wasn't think on was, the airplane. No, but they could have been. Ta- it's not like they didn't have cell phones or whatever. Like, how did they plan to meet her? How did she know? Okay. In the 2000s, you were not allowed to have your cell phones on on the plane. It's a private jet. You've always been able to do that. Damn it. Don't bring logic into the show. Uh, Apparently, no one else bothered to, so why should I? Well, no, because the plan was came up with beforehand by by Genai Clone A. Well, obviously, Genai Clone A is a fucking idiot. So I guess that makes sense. Let's all just sit on a park bench for a while. And well, also, th- I think that was they the were meeting in, spot. They were in Miami. Is that where they were trying to say that Davis? Not Davis. Well, I guess yeah, where Davis was meeting Michael. I I guess I don't know. They were there for so short of time. It didn't doesn't matter. So they flew from Miami to New York, which I think is. I mean, at least a couple hours. I think it's like four hours down the seaboard. But I, I haven't. that's. That's probably one of the long. Oh no, from Miami, no. No, let me. I don't know how long. Uh, for some reason, I thought they were. I, I would have assumed they would have been in California because then Hollywood actor. That's true, but it didn't look like California to me. But I don't know. And that would have been the, one of the longest continental flights. Yeah, that is a long one. Um. It's okay. So it's three hours from Miami to New York. Okay. I it's, don't think it's Miami though. It's six hours, I think, from. Uh, like Northern California to New York. I'm not sure how long it is from like Los Angeles or San Diego. Probably longer. Depends on the the air currents too. But anywho, uh, I also wrote "killing his own kind." I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. I. Mm. Um. Oh, the tree attacking the other tree, maybe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You're right. Sorry. That is 100% what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, M- Mimi's here, though. Um, th- There's yeah. at least something not awful in this episode. Yeah. And her parents are like, we moved here to get away from this. Oh, shit. Where'd our daughter go? She escaped out of our car and we didn't even notice. Like, good Look, parenting. I, I mean, that's fine. But they care. I guess I understand more why Mimi is such a goddamn airhead now if her parents were like sitting in the car and didn't notice the door opening all the noise outside and her then closing the door and running down the road between these cars like it's really lucky that she survived to early adolescence at this rate there's worse things in this episode Oh, deaf. I'm just going to talk about all of them. But anyway, so they, they like get a message from one of the New York chosen children who's like, please help me. I'm in trouble. So they go and I assume they're trying to say they're in Rockefeller Square, whatever, where there's that giant, um, skating rink with the big old tree. Yeah. That's what they did. They not say that. I swear that's what they said. I mean, maybe they did. I, I didn't write that down. I, I just assumed that's what it was. So if they said it, it would have just confirmed it for me. But anyway, he, so there's a giant tree, Digimon, beating the freaking bejesus out of the Christmas tree. Right. Also, thankfully, there's, cause it's Christmas. There's no people here to get murdered, which I think is extremely unrealistic. Anyone who's been to New York would agree with me, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then it's diversity cast time, and they have the black kid, the Hispanic kid, the Native American kid for some fucked up reason. Then a white guy, maybe he's Jewish, I don't know. Yeah. And then eventually they suck all the Digimon back into um, the computer and then i was like wait did vibon go in there too because i couldn't see him anywhere i don't yeah i don't know it's just one big animation the, the whole thing's dumb yeah 
And then Mimi's parents find her magically in New York, even though there's like an entire movie, one of the middle uh, Home Alone movies where they're trying to find their child in New York and can't do it. All right. Well, hang on. It's really hard. But they saw Lilymon in the air and they're like, wait, I know this flying thing that is possibly a Digimon. And they followed it. So she... Well, I mean, unless they were following her directly, in which case they should have gotten there a lot earlier than they did, because Lilymon got to this fight much quicker than the I parents think, did. I think Lilymon flies faster than the car drives. So then they might not have been able to keep sight of her, <laughs> in which case they were just guessing. I, but I, I, if they saw all the Digimon get sucked into the computer, I would have a lot more questions than he did. Probably. I mean... I don't know. I th- This is like the bottom of the list of things that bug me about this episode. I'm just going chronologically. That's fair. Hey, Mimi's hair isn't pink anymore, at least. That's true, yeah. She that choice has been reverted. Natural color. I totally didn't even think about that fact, but that is true. Um, yeah, and then they switched to Izzy oh, and Oh, she also has a, she has a pink version of Izzy's laptop, like, exactly, too. Well, I mean, I think it's supposed to be like a Mac, which I guess you're going to pretend. So obviously these kids are like higher economic status, I assume. At least in America, that's what that means. I don't know about other Maybe. countries. Maybe. I don't know. Um. So yeah, that ends probably the... Wait, I think the- she's always had that because I kind of remember that from the other movies that everyone had those laptops whenever they showed it. And I remember a pink one. Maybe. I don't know. I noticed it here and now. Excellent observation skills. You don't got to be sarcastic about it. Oh, I wasn't. I was saying. I, you, Good job mm, noticing. So anyway, that's probably the better part of the episode. Yeah. Somehow. I mean... I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like... They had a diversity, but... I'm trying to think if, like, if they said any, like, no, anything. No, that's true. No. This next section where Izzy and Kari go to Hong Kong is horrendous. Yeah. the f- Yeah, I think the first part is pretty much mostly fine. I mean, it's offensive, but it's only, like, lightly offensive. It's not like anyone is doing any weird stereotypes and, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that is just the, we need to fill the cast with... Uh, I don't even want to say that because I feel bad saying it. But, like, it's like the 90s thing of filling the cast to having of a diverse cast, which is having one of everything. Yeah. Ah, I feel so wrong saying that. I mean, they didn't have any disabled kids. They didn't have any... Hmm, I'm trying to think who we missed. I guess they figured... They'd already got Asians covered. It's also really weird to me that the uh, Japanese children who star in this show do not look stereotypically Japanese, but the Hong Kong kids look stereotypically Asian. Like, yeah, it should. It at that point, the you know the Digimon kids should be like, "Holy shit! I think these animals are radioactive." Because we clearly have morphed away from what everyone else in our part of the world looks like. We're probably going to die really young. Anyway. Moving on from this uncomfortable thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, and then it's so it's three boys uh, in Hong Kong who are defending Hong Kong. Yep. And they're wearing like I don't I don't even know what you call that. There's a word for it, but I can't think of it. I... They, like karate gear, karate outfits. A gi? Yeah, that's yes, I think you're correct. That's what it is. Um uh, which is obviously what everyone in Hong Kong wears all the time in 2001. Um and they, 
Yeah, then they have a hard time communicating with them, even though everyone in America <laughs> speaks Japanese. Yeah, that was the worst plot point. And uh, and then um, ten well, giant Tentamon, I forgot what he's called, but he's like uh, yeah, alter Kabuterimon or Mega Kabuterimon, depending yeah. on which version or whatever. If you can speak your feelings, they'll understand you. Yeah, that was a sentence that he said. Yeah. It said, I, I don't know if Tentoman identifies. Yeah, who knows? And so then they have to rush off to the Hong Kong-India border. Yep. Which, yep. and It's a uh, shame we used the arrival joke last week. I know. It wasn't even a joke. It's just a shame we brought it up last week. Sorry about that. You should have known about the future. <laughs> uh, where this Indian girl is holding off the entire army, I guess. I I think they're just at a standoff. I don't know. And... Yeah, so then they have to sh- somehow figure out how to tell the army that the creatures are intelligent, because that's going to help. So they, so the Octopomon, Octopomon? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. We got to no, back up. Octomon. I want to talk about the bad thing where all three of the, the Hong Kong boys instantly have a crush on Hikari. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no backstabbing. Yeah, that's fucking garbage. Yeah, a little bit. And they're all excited because she says, Ni hao and CC. <sighs> that's, man, I hate that so much. <sighs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it is nice if someone who doesn't speak your language tries to speak your language. That's That's nice. not the problem that I have. I know. I know, but it doesn't make you instantly fall in love with people. And just because she's a girl. That's more the problem that I have. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It would be nice. That's what they don't have. They do not have uh, any sexual orientation, diversity, representation. Everyone appears to be straight. Although, on the other hand, I'm super fucking thankful because I do not want to see a stereotyped gay or lesbian, which is all they were going to put on there if they put anything at all. Yeah. And I don't think that they even knew that trans people existed in 2001, and they certainly wouldn't put one on one, listen to me, on a... uh, kids television show because god forbid children know about something that might apply to themselves and others i'm just silently nodding my head which is awful radio i know but (laughs) it's it's terrible anyway so then octomon sprays the um they're not kanji and Chinese, I don't think, but the characters, I don't know what the word is, the characters for Ni Hao, and then they're like, oh, they can talk, and so then the the army men organize themselves into the same characters to say it back. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, I guess, let them go, which sure feels like what the military would do, any military ever. I think there was some more additional off-screen talking explaining the situation. But, like, so, like, okay, so, that's fine and all. Here's, here, here's my thing. Um, take the laptop and open a portal over there. Yeah, what the fuck? Just do it. It's not like it's gonna suck anybody else in. Like, what's the range gotta be? Come on, now. It, because, like, I, I don't think they've established that there's only certain points that you can open a portal at from laptops. Or if they did, I completely missed it. I don't know. I really don't. So if that's the if that's in the um, I can't think of the word I would use for that lexicon, lore bible. I don't know. Sure, sure. Um, 
then I guess that's fine. But surely there was probably also a portal in India. Like, if not, that that implies some awful things about what yeah. the creators think about infrastructure in other countries, which therefore trickles down to other things. Well, TBH, uh, there's a lot of parts of India where that might be true. And it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. But right, but not certainly all of it. Well, they also represent the um, girl from India, who I don't even think gets a name. Does she? Do any of them really get names? Uh, the American kids do. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, I guess they did. But the the Indian girl speaks Japanese, I think, because she talks to them. They drop the language issue like as soon as it happens. Yeah, which, it just kind of fixes itself. I'm wondering if that's a commentary about how Japanese people feel about other people in Asia not speaking Japanese. Like, it, maybe that's a more common issue. Maybe they just sort of expect, you know, quote unquote foreigners from further away not to speak Japanese. I do not know. I I really don't know either. It's all very interesting. Um, in a gross way. Yeah, so they solved that problem. And then I stopped taking notes, so I think that's the end of the episode. Uh yeah, they go they go back and they put they put the Digimon in the portal. Um and then Mummymon possibly abducts a child. Oh, right, yeah. Well he at least makes a friend because there's a small child who's like I clearly don't know that a one eyed, weird looking gray skinned giant thing is not human i mean good on him though for not making assumptions about humans and what they would or would not look like i mean that's fine but i I can't picture anything good happening out of this no i don't think so either unless i don't know yeah no i can't either never mind it i rescind my unless yeah this wasn't good nope there's two more parts of this like, if this is written by, like, 12-year-olds, I might have a little less feelings. Even then, I'd be like, maybe we should teach our kids better. Right. Um, yeah. It's not good. Um, like, going back, like, is there, like, a... Like, what would be a good example from, like, circa 2001? Of diversity? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wasn't watching much television in 2001, so uh, I have no idea what was even on in 2001. Yeah, that's fair. I don't have an answer either. Um, I do think this could have probably been also a lot worse. Oh, apparently people think that the um, original The Fast and the Furious was actually pretty diverse. Star Trek. Star Trek is always relatively diverse. Mm, kind of. They they try more, I guess. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. Okay. Um. Still, I I do think it could have been worse. I mean, deaf, but maybe thinking we back, shouldn't... I'm like, I'm like, were there any like bad vocal stereotype ticks? And I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, certainly not ones that we use here. I don't know if they... Right, that's true. Right. So, there's that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't, because, like... J- like, all you would have to do is just, like, portray them as just people. Don't... Don't feel the need to stereotype them to show that they're from a place. Right? That's kind of the lesson here. Yeah, which I I guess they kind of do in New York. They uh, the Latina's not like super Latina or whatever, you know. But then also it's like kind of the way that the the one that really annoyed me was the one who apparently is supposed to be Native American being dressed in this like kind of stereotypical quote Indian unquote, you know leather outfit and i was just like could we not right 
That is like so dumb. But I mean, I, they're Japanese. They've never, maybe never been to America. They don't actually know. They're just mirroring back what America says about America, which is totally fair because how the, how are they supposed to know? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I kind of end up on the, on the thought that it's like they were choosing to use the appearance for what they had with the short time with these characters to convey where they were from to give yeah. the sense of quote unquote world tour or whatever which i know is the english title but whatever they're going around the world to do stuff even in the japanese version so whatever yeah i mean that that's fine so like uh, like <sighs> it i think what it is is that um it's it's distasteful when diversity is introduced as a novelty. And, okay, um, and that's it's like exactly what this is. It's going to be three episodes of novelty. Yeah, and and that's that's why I feel that this is gross. Um, Again, like looking back at 2001, I think that was done all the time. So I don't know that we can take our sensibilities today and grade the show in its own time. Like now we can say this is wrong (laughs) and problematic and like, hey, maybe let's not encourage this in any future shows. And maybe this isn't the show that we'd want to show our kids or if we did we'd be like hey fyi like this is a thing that they did in the 2000s it wasn't great right but I, you know i'd be curious to see what a good version of this looks like i mean i think they would first of all we would not have american indian kid dressed as american indian kid <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah the- so like say so fixing the outfits is is an obvious. Yeah, and the Poe brothers like having a communication issue might be through the whole either through the whole thing or nowhere. Um, right, that was extremely inconsistent. Yes, and um, the Poe brothers would not fall in love with Kari for having a vagina. Um, yep, I, and I, yeah, so. I feel like I hated that part most. <laughs> and I don't uh, know if that's correct or not. I don't think it's correct or incorrect. Many of these things are problematic. That That's the one that really struck you. That's fine. It doesn't say anything. I don't feel it says anything bad, particularly. But then I also think um, there would be... I mean, Hong Kong is actually a, a relatively diverse city in a lot of ways. And like, uh, if they are going to Paris, they didn't do this, but, um, if they focus on Paris in the next episode or two, it should, I, I bet you it will be all white looking people. All, I mean, I guess white if you're American, but it would be European descendant people. Right. But the truth is that a lot, even in the 2000s, a lot of people from, um, like the Middle East and Africa are in, um, France. And so you would have representations that actually mirror the population of that country and not just our, like, stereotyped idea of what that looks like. Um, and you wouldn't have, uh, Asian people who look Asian but don't look like the main characters. That might be a thing also. Um, yeah, I think that's how I would have it in this case. Does that answer your question? Sure. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about this episode? Um, no. Okay, cool. It's an episode. It sure is. And honestly, like, just from an episode perspective, I don't know if it was all that interesting. Like, the whole interest of the episode was just showing us different characters. And they weren't... We didn't, like, get to know any of them, really. They don't have, like, 
lives that we find out about. It's just like, here's a character, here's a character, here's a character. Yeah. I yeah. I think they just wanted to have this set of episodes just to bring in and show that there's more Digidestin or whatever. Like, I feel like that's the sole reason for it. Because, like, why else? Because, like, you have... Genai clones giving the the O one kids ability to to access um ultimate forms again, which I have issues about how Lilymon was was treated because like I feel like that should have just been able to been taken care of by the one Digimon that is a higher level than the rest of them. But <laughs> I know they were like actually you because we want to introduce a bunch of characters here. You're gonna be you know secretly not allowed to take care of this one tree right well so like i don't know like um power creep is a thing that happened in this episode with that and that seems kind of dumb um because like cherrymon was just taken down by getting like knocked well it was attacked by a bunch but cherrymon and lilymon are the same level so that should have been fine well, and I think this episode could have had a couple of compelling storylines. It could have been from the lost Digimon's point of view, like just getting suddenly transferred here and having no idea what's going on and seeing this other tree as like a competitor and trying to attack it and then being attacked by all these other Digimon and being like scared and not know what's happening and then being like talked down. Well, I mean, it would have been better if they talked him down instead of beating him down but anyway one way or the other and then being like oh everything's actually okay i now i'm get sucked back to my home and get to go back to my friends like that that would have been a really interesting narrative to tell or you could have done one of the kids from one of these places having the experience of like oh my gosh, it's my turn and my Digimon's here, which is so exciting because I really haven't spent that much time with them, I'm assuming. And, you know, ha- not knowing what to do on my own and, like, trying to fight this creature, like, maybe trying to talk to it that doesn't work, and then I'm, like, scared that it's going to hurt people or whatever and, like, fending for myself, and then finally I get some reinforcements, and it's so exciting to be able to, like, be here with my friends that I just met, I guess, you know, like, that would be another interesting storyline. Right. But it just takes a lot more effort in the writing than, hey, here's another kid and another kid and another kid. It's just like palette-swapping children. Yeah. Yeah. We should just talk about Akmon now. I want okay, off this. Cool. I want off this roller coaster. <laughs> All right. So the Akmon episode this time... Uh, well, mine says it's called Ultimate Four Returns Cloud's Challenge Letter, but I don't think that's what it said. Uh, this one says the Ultimate Four, once again, Cloud's Ridden Challenge. Ultimate F. No F. Cloud no Yeah, something like that. Uh, you want, want to, did you see, did you hear, did you, or should it be app you see, app you hear? I don't know. App you tell us what you. I don't um, want to. Well, tough luck, because it's your turn. Yeah, I know. Um, Alright, so there's a chain of, I'll take care of this one, you go on ahead until Haru gets to the end. Um, Ray well, and, We don't actually see that yet, but... Right, the Haru part of the end doesn't happen yet, but for the rest of them, that's what, that's what happens three times in a row. Um, so then Ray fights Bioman for a bit, does some trickery and wins. Um, a middle part happens with Ari and Beauty Man. You're not even gonna bring it up. Um, and then a part with Astra and Fake Man happens, and and those kind of play out, and kind of just the, everybody wins at the end, and then next time it's gonna be Haru and whoever Charisma Man, the leftover one. And uh, and Ray almost finds out who his brother is because his brother is now turned into an Atmon baby. Um, but then Cloud's like, "No, you can't tell." Well, I think it was Charismon that does that. No, oh, someone does. It doesn't Kills matter who. Biomon. You've said enough. 
Yeah. Whatever, and that that all happens. And, like, the Ray part's the good part. The Astra and Ari parts are kind of awful. I, I would say you don't need to qualify that. I think it was just awful. No, the Ray part was good. Yeah, and but you said the other parts were kind of awful. I, I don't think you need to say kind of. I think they were just awful. Oh, oh yeah, they they were yeah. awful. Um, The Ari one was bad for, for beauty mind reasons. And the Astra one, I think, was just bad character work. Uh, and it was also, well, I guess it wasn't, like, necessarily sexist, but it had some feelings of that, uh, just, I think, rubbing off from the Beauty Mon part. Um, no, I I can see that. I don't think it came into play during it, though, and I think it was just more bad character stuff with Astra. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that, like, I think there was, because there was so much bad taste from, like, flavor or whatever from the Beauty Month section, then it felt like they were continuing some of that stereotype. Like, if I know you're sexist, it just colors everything that you do. That's fair. Um, the Ari thing was dumb. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I actually thought that the... Biomon, Hackmon, Ray section was good. I mean, it starts off with Biomon's like, like TLDR, I'm not monologuing for you. And that's great. It's great to see a villain who is not going to do that because that's such a trope done to death. Everybody does it. And he's literally like, you'll die without knowing the details. Yeah. It's like, good, good. That's great. Taunt him. Don't tell him anything. Yeah, but then it's also his undoing because then he's taunting and then he just gets hacked or whatever. Well, kind of, yes. He uh, is... Yeah, they still get him because uh, Revivemon revives. Also, has he always said Revivemon whenever he comes out? I don't know. I kind of love it. I don't know why. Um, But yeah, and then Ray and Hackman are just savage as fuck. Yeah. What is his... So, uh, Hack... Mon Revive Mon has this attack called Saver Strawl, and I have no idea what that's referencing. I didn't um, I don't know either. I probably would have remembered the first time it showed up because it explained it then. Did it? Yeah. Um, it's just called. It translates loosely into just save save saver beam. Um, Interesting. If you try to look it up on Google, it says, did you mean Sarah Straw? Did you mean <laughs> David Straw? But then the first link is Revivemon. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just, um, it's a beam that can save, but also destroy. I don't know what Strawl is referencing. Well, again, the loose translation is just to, um, beam. Interesting. Okay. Also, it appears to be a company that makes um, beverage ware. Okay. Like glasses. So, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Ray part's good. And then he like he kind of just tortures Biomon for the remainder of the episode. Yeah, I wrote that uh, Biomon should have established a safe word before he began this uh, whole endeavor. <laughs> Did not. Uh... Yeah, and Ray has a line that's like, yeah, I let the other kids go on because they're too nice for what I'm about to do. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I'm like, yeah, like, fuck yeah. He's an anti-hero and he's really playing it. I was, I was like, this episode's going to be really good. And then I saw Beauty (laughs) Man. I was like, ah, fuck. (laughs) I was really hoping this episode was just going to be Biomon. Ray might low-key be like the secret best character. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. I mean, sometimes it's like, all right, kid, we get it. You're edgy and cool. That's enough. But I, okay. I thought the first thing out of your mouth was going to be triple hack because it was like, he he's like double hacks him and then he says, I'll never tell you. And he's like, is that so or whatever? And then he's like, triple hack. And it's like, I mean, it's not five keyboards, so it's still, it hasn't tapped uh, bell programmer, (laughs) um, Shigrasse. So I did make note of it. Um, so like, you're not completely wrong. I definitely made note of triple hacking. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So that part was actually really good. I thought it was well-written, interesting. I mean, Biomon is taunting Ray really effectively, but then it turns out that Ray's kind of just using him and playing into the role so that Revivemon has a chance to do his thing so that he gets loose and then and then the, the tables turn. And that's really smart writing. I, I really liked that. I was engaged in that. And I'm so fucking disappointed with the rest of this episode. Right, man. And like, okay, so also, um, Rafe, our Biomon finally does get destroyed and Ray gets the Biomon chip. So I'm calling it now and I promise I did not look ahead. Uh-huh. But, wow. Okay, sure. <laughs> I didn't, but the fucking Ultimate Four are going to be used to make the current, like, Revivemon and then evolve again. Props. And I'm like, God damn it! What the hell is Beautymon going to do to Dokumon when they oh, evolve? God, I don't even want to know. I hope that one accidentally gets broken and they just never ever use it again. Revivemon, uh, not Revivemon, whatever Dokumon's Gray Wolf, Wolf Gray Wolf. Ojomon. Sure, that one. Um, it, he'll he'll realize that he's stronger than you know. If it helps him find his feminine side, maybe I'm okay with that. Or if that thing just breaks and he realizes that Ari is a strong independent woman who doesn't need to fuck with gender norms to like be strong and true to herself because I I feel pretty grossed out by this whole beauty mon section it's not good not even a little bit. She she says uh, going outside without makeup on is like going into battle without armor. Okay, I, I have a thought to make this possibly slightly less worse. Okay, I'm all ears. Okay, so, so let me pitch this to you. So what if... So what if the comparison was made was that Beautymon was everything bad about the idol culture that Ari is a part of. Okay. That would save this. Except that, well, yes, okay, yes, I'm with you. Because, I mean, she gets tempted by it. Right. And that would be interesting if she then overcomes it. because, Because then that kind of contextualizes Beautymon's attitude towards the things where it's about that, about, you know, using makeup or whatever and all that stuff. And then it would have to play out different, but then the victory comes from Ari rejecting that and just being like, no, that that's fucking dumb. Or whatever. Like, come up with a better solution. I don't know. I'm not a writer. No, um, I think that's great, actually. I would be fuck, super into like, that. Like, no, here's what you do. Okay, okay, so we we extend we we rework around when the when the idol voting comes around, and this is the central conflict of it. Yeah, that would be amazing. If she's like desperately wanting to be the top idol. Fuck. And I should have wrote the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Garrett, that's actually really smart, and I love that. Uh, I'm super extra disappointed in the show now, but I really like your idea. And she can, I would, it would be so great if she like rejected it for herself, but then was like, you know, it's okay. Like some women like makeup and that is totally fine, but you don't have to have makeup to be a woman. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the compromise was like, use some and not all of it or whatever. I don't know. You can, you can figure out the details later. Or, like, sometimes is okay, but, like, you all the time is okay. Sometimes is okay. Never is okay. Like, make There's not a right answer is would be the, like, the, yes. Yes. the resolution to that. That would be amazing, but we're not we going to get, get that. that, and I'm super hating this. I'm sorry oh that gosh. I gave you, like, the good <laughs> version of this. Year. It's okay. And I also think she looked... First of all, not that much different, which is kind of true. Of I a lot of also makeup. agreed with that. Th- there's and like some blush. Fucking and like, weird. It was not better in any way. Yeah, no. I, I feel. Which is like great. That's exactly what they should have been. I was like, oh, this is perfect. They're going to be like, she doesn't look different. Dokemon would have been like, you look fine. You look 
the same. It, like, what, none of this is, you know. And then Beauty Man would be like, no, it's, you have to have it. And she's like, it doesn't make any difference. But nope, what we got instead was like, I look amazing. Oh, my God. And then she gets dunked on with the water and it goes away. And they're like, no, your sparkles are gone. Oh, my God. But, oh okay, my okay. God. So First of all, you would not lose sparkles because they are the herpes of the craft world and the makeup world. And they will stay on you for fucking ever. So she did not lose her sparkles. I promise you. Okay. Welfare. I feel like we do need to point out the part where there's this whole mirror mirror thing. Uh, this and, is so bad, though. All right. It, we just got to point out that even without the makeup, it still went to her. And that's got to be because something. Because she's young. That's the whole thing. Wow. I Okay, fine. You win this one. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. I wanted to be like, well, at least... Like, it didn't change when she didn't have makeup. Like, that's got to be something. On one hand, I agree with you. You have a point. The problem is that we've already had Beauty Bond talking about, don't look at my wrinkles, and you're just young, and whatever. So it's very clearly it's because she's young, and that's some ageist bullshit. Okay. And she's, like, literally the evil queen from Snow White. Who, by the yeah. way, I looked up, and the 1930s, um, like, uh, I want to say propaganda, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Promotional material for Disney Snow White called her Grimhild. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Fact of the day. Um, Yeah, so... The part with Ari is bad, except if you accept my new headcanon. <laughs> Which requires changing a significant amount of the show around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder how that would work out. I almost want to diagram that out. I mean, go for it. Um, then they go won't. to Sham Mansion, which I think is an amazing name. Oh, yeah, for Fake Man. Um, yeah, I don't like this part either. No. Um, this part's also just pathetic. Fake Mon was my favorite character the last couple yeah. episodes. He was doing some really great stuff, and this time it was just like like he was just phoning it in. He almost won, though. Yeah. Uh, because, like, all he would have to do is turn off his projection thing before the last line, and, like, it, th- that would have been it. Yeah. Um, But we also shouldn't have even got to that situation in the first place. Like, I disagree greatly at Astra's reaction to this. Yeah. Believing that his friend most deaf is getting beaten and he has to go back to her. Also, I would run. Why is he like zombie walking to this thing? If you think your friend's in trouble, move your ass. Like, yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. It, I also don't understand why they left Musum on there when at the beginning of this, they're just going to walk into the hall and then um, Gachamon puts his little thing down and sees that there are bombs like. Right. He should be the one fighting fake Mon because he can look up information on the Internet and know what's actually happening. Like who in their right mind is like, oh, let's put someone who doesn't have that ability in with this person. It was because, almost because inevitable. Cat. I know. Cat. What? They have to face off with who beat them previously to get <sighs> revenge. I guess and, so. And you have to have the protagonist fight the leader. Could we just break the mold once and not have that happen? Did you really think that was going to happen? No. Well, that's why. <laughs> no, I, I this this it doesn't fit in like any of Astor's character. I hate this. No, it really doesn't. He's yeah, yeah. This was. This is stupid. And like, and like, yeah, yeah like it's kind of bad because like it's totally the the masculine thing of having to save the damsel, which is also awful. Yeah, that's what I'm um, talking about. I mean, but that it, I that's the thing is like I don't know if he would have gotten so zombified over Ray or Haru. Right, and like that's also a problem. It's like, because I think this like retroactively makes earlier Aster development bad because then you could imply that instead of him and Ari growing closer it's him growing feelings towards her instead 
Well, yeah. And I'm like, first of all, I think they're, they have a fairly large age difference between them. Second, fuck that. Yeah. Like, couldn't we just have people who are friends? They're not even going to show romance stuff anyway because it's a kid's show. They're just going right. to do like the Power Rangers thing where he gives her a rose and they share one kiss where their bodies are completely far away from each other. Say they're going to go on a date and that's literally all the romance you get in the entire show. Like, Okay. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. It was a big deal when I was a kid because I was okay. upset about it. But Okay. Yeah. Um. Remind me to show you a thing afterwards. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, that can be your reaction to. I don't think it should be, but okay. Well, I t- I wasn't sure what you're gonna show me. Um. Uh... So, so yeah, I, I I hate this Astro part almost more than the Ari part. Honestly, it's all bad. It's all bad. Um. Yeah, it, I think Musimon gets shafted. Yeah, I mean, he, like, he's not able to do anything. His friend chooses hoes before bros, essentially, and that's, we all know that's wrong. So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And even, like, before, like, like, when Ari was like, I'll stay behind, Astro's like, well, no, but he's like, you better not lose then, and then and then this happens right after. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, like, he actually believed she was going to lose. I know, I didn't like that either. I thought he was being, like, you know, jokey, confrontational, and then it turns out, no, he really thought she was going to lose, and, like, you're a woman. God forbid you have any ability to care for yourself. Yeah, I don't like we this. Can't, we can't trust you to be independent. It's important that you don't vote. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Did anything else happen? I threw up. Oh. That was the end of the episode. Okay. I didn't actually, but I felt like it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, It was like one third good. The right part was good. Yeah, the Ray part was good. I would watch that again. The rest of it, I could leave. Um, <sighs> so which episode did you like better, Garrett? <sighs> <laughs> um, you go first. So... I think, so here's my dilemma. Atmon, like you said, one third, great, exactly what I wanted to show, would be really excited to see this continue. Two thirds, just throwing my computer out the window. Uh, and O2 was all mediocre bad from a time when I expect more of that. So it was like less of offensive in a way because I don't expect as much of them but also more boring um can I pick just the one third of Atmon that was about Biomon that's fair that's what I pick uh I'm gonna pick that too yeah the rest of that can go jump yeah off a cliff or Run into traffic or receive a strongly worded letter from me. We'll see. Okay. Um, you can find the show on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to Twitter, iTunes, a bunch of other stuff. You know, all, all that jazz. Stitcher, you guys. This is great. I didn't actually manage to watch it on Stitcher because I forgot in the interim but i will this week successfully you let me know how watching that works out yeah i will (laughs) Uh, um is it i think it's haiku time do you have a haiku i do i have a haiku uh usually i make one comment this comment was uh overarching about what watching atmon was like not what you think it is but um fake 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 mirror mirror on the wall Hajime is me. Okay. I that, just summed up the episode. That surprisingly got some layers. Yeah. 
versus my other haikus. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, I'm just just like the like who actually is Hajime. That's a good thing to throw in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. The Digivolution. Um. It deserves better than this. Garrett, will you do yep. me a, a small favor? Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> uh, can we play out the end of this episode with um, Make America Great Again by Pussy Riot? Um. Hey. Uh, fine. Fuck it. We, we've already, we're already so far deep in politics. <laughs> Okay, cool. Thanks. All right, so that's probably been overlaid at this point. Um, Yay! I, I don't know what the fuck else to say at the end of these episodes anymore. Um, I think that's good. I think we could have just stopped there and had the them play us out. We don't have to even say goodbye. That's sufficient for me. All right. F- fuck it. Let's just stop this. <laughs> the people in listen to your women stop killing black children 